0: You can find out more on my website, com backslash finding-home. Welcome, friend. Do you find yourself with an empty nest and a faded vision? Then you're in the right place. God still has a calling and mission for us in the second half of our lives. Because you know what? We're not done yet. So join me, Susan Macias, author, speaker, and empty nest mom, and let's explore how our family, our church, and our world needs us. Hi, friend. Welcome to Episode 31 of the We're Not Done Yet podcast. Last week in Episode 30, we talked about why it is still important in our empty nest years on this other side of life, it's still important to be having a quiet time. But the same struggles of having a quiet time and regular time in the Word They're there this season in life, just like they were before. So today, we're going to talk about finding time for a quiet time. And that really, really matters because you know what? There's not a lot of extra time sitting around, is there? In episode 30, when I was talking about why it's so important to have a quiet time, I ended with this verse, Jeremiah 15, 16. Your words were found, and I ate them, and your words became for me a joy and the delight of my heart, for I have been called by your name, O Lord, God of hosts. And that's what we talk about in this episode. What is our calling in this second half of life? And because we are called by name, by the Lord, for relationship with him and for the building of his kingdom, we need to be feasting on his word. I never have to find time to eat food. Like, I just don't. I make it happen because hunger drives me. And being with Jesus and his life-giving truth, it should develop that same kind of appetite in within me. I should just desire, just long and hunger for his word. But we know that, time is gobbled up. I mean, there's just so many things. We're going to have to find the time or make the time and spend the time on what matters. Just like we got to budget our money, we got to budget our time so that we are spending it on the most important thing. So when there's no time, it feels like for a quiet time, what do we do? So I'm just going to give you some suggestions today and some ways to help make those work hopefully. Now first one, you know what it is, it's get up earlier. And I don't even like that suggestion, but the truth is is that our days are too full of stuff. And if we wait until it's convenient, if we wait until time opens up magically in the day, it doesn't happen. I have to wake up before my needs wake up. So How do we make this happen when, you know what, in this season of life, we can also be a little tired. Well, we just have to make time for what matters, right? So we set, if I set my alarm for 15 minutes earlier, just 15 minutes earlier, I can start to get up and, and do, um, spend that extra 15 minutes instead of sleeping in the word of God. Now I'll tell you, I really highly suggest that if you try this, you spend the first 15 minutes in the Word because it's easier just to spend 15 more minutes getting ready. But I get up and I make coffee right away and I spend time in my quiet time. And if all you have is 15 minutes to do, then set the timer on your phone. And when that timer goes off, you stop, you get up and you go do something and then you come back to it later. But what happens if you are just spending 15 minutes? It adds up, and over time, you've spent a lot of time in the Word. Now, I realize getting up earlier was probably not the suggestion that you were hoping for, but it is an important one. So here's some ways to make that more doable. If that feels impossible, do this. First of all, start small. You don't have to wake up super early. Just wake up 10 minutes early. 10 minutes before you would normally do it, and then set a timer and spend that 10 minutes in the Word of God. If you did that every day of the week plus Saturday, you would have spent an hour in the Bible per week. And at the end of the year, you would have spent 52 hours reading the Word of God. That adds up. Then you can, once you get the 10 minutes going and it doesn't feel like it's going to kill you, then increase it to 15. Then increase it to 20. Do it incrementally. Here's something to always remember when we're trying to do something that's hard. Ask the Lord to help you. He's not sitting there with his arm crossed saying, you better get this figured out, young lady. He is there to help. And so we can ask, Lord, would you wake me up? He'll do it. He has so many times in seasons of life when I'm just so tired, he will wake me up. Or when the alarm goes off and I think I just might have to die instead of get out of bed, I ask him, please, Lord, help me get out of bed and he will do it. A really effective way to start getting up earlier is to have an accountability partner. And this season in my life where I had three small kids, I was pregnant with my fourth, getting up and having a quiet time was very easy to justify not doing. So I started um, with a friend and we would call each other at 6.30 in the morning. And literally you didn't want, that was back before cell phone. So you know, you'd had to be right at the phone at 6.30 or the phone was gonna wake everybody up be there, pick it up. We go, okay. And then hang up again. I mean, we didn't even talk, but just knowing that other person was there. And I was amazed within a few weeks, I was totally in the habit of having a quiet time. Okay, here's my second suggestion. If getting up early feels like it might slay you, another idea is to use audio. In very busy seasons, I tend to listen to the word maybe more than I'm actually reading it. My favorite is when I do both. If I am looking at the word and listening at the same time, it's two pathways into my brain, which is even better. But listening is a great way to steep yourself in the word. And so the ways that I do that, there's two apps that I use. One is YouVersion, and it's Y-O-U for the U. And they have multiple Bible versions on there. They also have reading plans, and they have devotionals and that sort of thing. But you can get on, and several of the versions have audio. And so you can just listen. You can listen to um, whatever you want to, and you can just remember, okay, you're working through the book of Matthew. You do Matthew 1, the next day you do Matthew 2, and, and you're just listening while you're putting on your makeup. Um, and did I mention it's free? It's free. It's amazing. It's, there are so many resources on there. It's amazing that it's free. Another thing you can do, another app is the Dwell app. It is a paid app, but it is so worth it for me. It is. I don't pay for very many apps, like maybe none, but this one, and But for me, it is way worth it. It's like going out for a nice dinner you could pay for this app. And they have multiple people on there that read the word. You can choose which voice you like. They have different accents and you can have music in the background if you want. It's very soothing and it's very engaging. Um, They have different plans that you can listen to. And so even if you've been away for a couple of days, you come back to your plan. It's got the next one queued up. I'm listening to a chronological um, right now and it's really, really great. Um, It is a it's just a great way to keep up with it. Um, Listening to the same passage in different Bible versions is another way. Like if you listen to a short book, maybe like Philippians, you could listen through Philippians for a week in the NASB. And then the next week, listen through in the NIV. And the next week, listen through in the ESV. And you're getting different ways because we're not reading God's original word we're reading translations of God's original word and so it's good to look at different or listen to different versions okay so we're going to get up earlier even if it's just a few minutes, we're going to listen. Think of all the times you could listen. It could be in, in your car. It could be um, when you're putting on your makeup. All those times you're going to listen. The other thing, and it kind of goes with some of those last things I was just talking about, the way to find time for a quiet time is to get in the habit. And then you'll have to think about it. And so if we, though, a great way to get in a habit is to tag this idea of reading the Bible, getting in the Word every day with another activity and so it, it it just becomes like a routine of what you do. It's a great way of establishing good habits. So there's a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear and it's one of my intended to read for quite some time books but I've read about his concepts and this is kind of that idea the way of of getting um, some synergy of one habit to the next. Um, you can also look up the term habit stacking, and there's some great information on the internet of how to stack habits one on the other. And so this is how it works. Like you might choose a meal, whether it's breakfast or lunch, or when you if you maybe have tea in the afternoon, like a good English woman, and you just have your Bible time at the same time you're doing something else. You all ready do. And, and you just connect it in with that. And so it's okay if you've got some drips of spaghetti and you've got some coffee. A pristine Bible doesn't help anybody. A well-worn, stained, underlined, used Bible is what is going to make the difference in our heart. Another thing is to um, stack it with the idea of you are going to read before you watch TV. Just You know, before you watch for two hours, read for 15 minutes. This seems pretty reasonable, but it can be hard. You know, if I want to sit down and and want to binge watch The Crown, it's very easy to go. I just really want to start watching this because my brain feels dead. But if I read the word for 15 minutes first, because that's my habit, then that is going to add up you can do it before bed every night when you get in bed you pull out your bible and you read full disclosure that is a good method for me to sleep through my quiet time um i have tried to do it before i go to bed and that's just not my time is first thing in the morning but um spending your last 15 minutes of the day in the word is a great way to have the word of god filtering through your mind all through the night you could do it in the car um Obviously, I hope this is the audio version that you are doing while you're driving. If you know you have commutes every day, or you're sitting in carpool line, or you're doing something that you know every time you're going to be there for 20 or 30 minutes, just have the habit. You're going to listen to that before you listen to your music or to your podcast. For me, I have the habit of it's with my morning coffee. I have this, it is totally entwined that I have my first cup of coffee and my Bible, first thing of the day, and it is the way I set off my day, and on days when I don't have it, it now feels odd. We don't want to ever fall into the trap of being too busy for Jesus. I, it's, it's a false sense of a meaningful life that I'm just so busy. You know, we're all busy, but we have a world of convenience, and we have a world of automation, and there is no reason that we shouldn't have plenty of time or take time from something else that is not as meaningful to put it into being in the word so that we can walk in truth. You know, I need Jesus and the, the truth of his word ma- now more than ever the enemy is so clever and is giving so many options to fill my time, to take my eyes off of Jesus. But every time I choose Jesus over the world's call, it's like spitting in his eye. I have never needed Jesus more. My mind has never needed his truth more. My heart has never needed protection more. And my soul has never needed comfort more than right now. And the only place I'm going to find those things is every morning, sitting in my leather chair, coffee in hand, and my Bible open. Because if I don't have time for Jesus, if I don't make time for the word, I will fail at everything else. So if this is something that resonates with you, please reach out. I'd love to know, how do you set the habit of having a quiet time? How do you establish having that every week? And then um, we're going to dive more in the next episode in that idea of the habit of the quiet time, of how to follow through on doing it, where it becomes something that if we don't do, the day feels wrong. That's the best place to be. Until next week. Go have a quiet time, a cup of coffee, and ask God, what's His call for you now? Thanks for joining me today. Check out my website, susankmacias.com, to find more encouragement and to be empowered toward taking your next step. Connect with me on Facebook or Instagram at Susan K. Macias. If you enjoyed the podcast, would you please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or whatever platform you listen on subscribe and share it with a friend who needs some encouragement to pursue God's call and what about you what's Jesus calling you to do be brave take a baby step do the next thing because you're not done yet